Dan, 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 dan. Dum, 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 dum. It's what a wacky week. The podcast, episode twenty-nine. You know, you really should get that cough checked. Hi there, Tim Hunter back again with another Wacky Week podcast. Boy, I like this week's collection. We're going to take you back to my Como radio days. You'll hear Larry Nelson introducing Don Chapman, interviewing impressionist Rich Little, one of my favorites growing up. Dug up several fossils from the KLSY days, including a baseball bit. Got to get those in while I can. A Sonics commercial that I voiced back in the day. A KLSY fake promo that was never on the air but it was one of those we really wanted to sneak in. You'll hear what I mean. Hey, and before we get away too far from last week's episode when I talked with radio brother Skip Tucker, he told a hilarious story, of course, after I turned off the microphone about something that happened in our KQOT days. He didn't feel it was appropriate to bring up, but it was a hilarious story, so I have to. I'll tell it, Skip. So... We had a promotion going on. I think it was introducing a new breakfast sandwich at McDonald's, something. All you had to do to win it on KQOT was tell us a joke. So, Skip's on the air. He's answering phones. This guy says, I have a joke. Skip says, well, can you give me an idea what it's about? The guy says, how do you keep a girl from getting pregnant? Skip says, look, buddy, this is a family radio station. He says, oh, I know, I know. It's okay. It's a fine joke. Okay, so now we're young. We're cutting our radio teeth. We're trusting people. Skip goes to the guy live on the radio and says, Hey, what's your joke? He says, You know how to keep a girl from getting pregnant? Skip says, Why no? And the guy says, Don't f her. Skip, just stunned, goes to the next song. Now, fortunately, this was back in the days when KQOT had maybe two listeners, and I think both of them were out to lunch, so we never get a phone call or a complaint about that. But I had to share that story. And time now to share this week's Wacky Week podcast, which we'll do right after we check in the ballgame. Well, welcome, everybody, to the annual Century 21 Major League All-Star Home Run Derby. This welcome brought to you by the Happy Greeting Doormat Company. Say what you want at your front door. Well, we've got a beautiful day underway, sponsored by Claritin. That pause is service of Sprite, who invites you to pause and refresh that Sprite. Well, Bobby Bonds, not to be confused with U.S. Savings Bond, a great investment, is approaching the Krusty's batter's box and stepping up to the China plate. He adjusts his batting glove, much like the new adjustable rate mortgage from Washington Mutual, the friend of the family. And here comes the first pitch, thrown, of course, by the pitcher, who reminds us that wouldn't a pitcher of cold Budweiser beer sound good about now? Whoops, due to that last commercial word, we missed the first home run of the contest. But you won't miss any big hits if you're listening to KLSY playing today's hits and yesterday's favorites. Murdoch, Hunter, and Alice make every morning a lot of... Ooh! Excuse me, that little indiscretion, a service of Washington Natural Gas, now Puget Sound Energy. Well, it's time now for Procter & Gamble's baseball update, brought to you by Cheetos, a complete wrap-up of what happened today in baseball. Well, nothing happened. Everyone has the day off for the All-Star break. And that's the Vaseline Intensive Care Truth. Does anybody remember what we're doing here? 
Century 21 Major League All-Star Game home run hitting derby and we'll be back with more as in more paints right after these commercials. You're listening to Tim Hunters What a wacky week The podcast What a wacky the Kingdom Friday night. The Seattle Supersonics tip off against the Portland Trailblazers. This classic rivalry always means tough, aggressive basketball. The Trailblazers with Jim Paxson, Kiki Vanderway, and 7-1 rookie Sam Bowie are off to a hot season and the Sonics are out for revenge. Friday night, all the women in attendance will receive a green and white Sonic tote bag. Compliments of Fred Meyer, home of the Sonic NBA shops. Another great game coming up this weekend. Sunday night when the New Jersey Nets invade the Kingdom. Buck Williams, Otis Birdsong, and Daryl Dawkins tip off at 7 o'clock. Tickets for the Portland and New Jersey games are available at all Ticketmaster outlets and the Kingdom Ticket Office. Where well, we got the right stuff. They got grit in return. The Sonics got a love for the right stuff. They've got heart, they got soul. If you missed hearing Don Chapman last Friday in the afternoon here on KOMO, uh, I'll tell you something. You missed a very bizarre afternoon when he talked with several, uh, well, one. Uh, l- let Don take it from, from, from there. First off, we'd like to introduce Mr. George Burns, and welcome to Como, George. Well, it's, uh, it's good to be here. Of course, at my age, it's, it's, it's good to be anywhere. Next off, we want to say hello to Mr. Late Night himself, Johnny Carson. Ah. <laughs> May a weird holy man put oven cleaner in your shorts. Laughs, but not least, uh, we're deeply honored to introduce this next gentleman. Uh, the chief executive of our country, and I'm sure perhaps that uh, you can guess who it is. Good afternoon, Mr. President. Well, uh, uh, it's good to be here, and... Uh, I didn't think I was going to make it because I've been busy all day shutting down businesses here in Seattle. And uh, it's uh, kept me hopping. Did you bring Nancy with you? Who? Oh, and no, no, her little red dress wore out. Tip O'Neill, tell us about your relationship with him. Well, it's a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot in common. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Rheumatism. <laughs> hardening of the arteries. Mr. President, I understand you do an excellent Rich Little imitation. Uh, would you care to give us a couple of words? <laughs> <laughs> you could tell, I think, that this was off the cuff. <laughs> a few pauses there while I had to I had to think about it for a minute. You know, it's interesting in this business, uh, because it happens to me all the time. You know, sure. people will interview me and then suddenly ask a question mm-hmm. to a character. Yeah. And... Uh, they probably say to themselves, hey, he's a comedian, he makes his uh, living making people laugh, and he'll come up with a witty, uh, off-the-cuff uh, uh, remark. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they don't realize in many cases is that there are very few people that can do this in this business. The only one I can think of who can really do that fairly well is Jonathan Winters and perhaps uh, Don Rickles. But even those people, um, you know, have things that they've uh, thought out and have stored away. And there's not too many people that can ad-lib. I don't really know too many people in the business that do ad-lib. Yet the public thinks we all ad-lib. 
Don Chapman getting in some words with Rich Little, very little, very few, during his uh, four-day stay here at the Paramount with Debbie Reynolds. Uh, he was performing with Debbie Reynolds. This has to be that program, what the heck else could it be? Not sure why I'm listening, at least the thing is free. Tim Hunter's What a Wacky Week podcast. The story began when my monster needed a mate. After four failed attempts, one finally came to life. A really dumb one. I call her Bimbo Number Five. I was working in the lab late one night when my monster said, This just isn't right. When I monster mash, I'm all alone. Would you please create a demon I can call my own? One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the hearse. Come on, let's drive to the cemetery around the corner to get the body parts that we need. But I really didn't want to. We began to dig around, and in no time at all, all the parts were found. From Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita, a nice leg from Kathy, the other from Anita. Returned to the lab, sewed her up, hit the switch, then it came to me as she began to twitch. We must have been insane, but somehow forgot her brain. All she could do was play the trumpet. A little bit of Monica for her hide, a little bit of Erica on each side, a little bit of Rita for each knee, a little bit of Tina made her see, a little bit of Sandra almost done, a little bit of Mary for some fun, a little bit of Jessica for her hair, a little bit of Pamela, you know where. Play that trumpet, darling. I thought you could play the trumpet. Bingo, number five. She jumped up and down and moved it all around. Shook her hands to the sound. One fell on the ground. Better so on the left as well as that right. Don't want to be a pest. Come on, let's test. Clap your hands once. Clap your hands twice. And if they both stay on, we put them back right. A little bit of Monica for her hide. A little bit of Erica on each side. A little bit of Rita for each knee. A little bit of Tina made her see. A little bit of Sandra almost done. A little bit of Mary for some fun. A little bit of Jessica for her hair. A little bit of Pamela, you know where. <laughs> Frank says he's now complete. Even though when they mash, he steps on his feet. Romance kicks in when it gets dark. Between those two, they've really got a spark. Even though a brain she was not given... At least her La Vida Loca is living. <laughs> oh, yes, Bimbo number five. An annual Halloween favorite, Bimbo number five. Uh, you can actually look that up on YouTube and see a video we put together on that. Uh, thanks to Scott Burns and a cast of others. We did that a couple of years ago. And that's it for now. I'm Tim Hunter. Thank you so much for working me into your busy week. And before we part ways at some point this week, can you do me a favor and laugh a little, would you?